Welcome to the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I'm your specialist, Nikki Morton, and I'm so happy you're here. Real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. You see, this is a place for you to come and learn, to be encouraged, to grow through anything that life throws your way from a place of power. Here, we talk all things goal-getting, mindset, sustainability, and wellness. I'll take you through tried-and-true processes, step-by-step plans, and personal testimonials so that you can choose your mindset over matter to live your best life possible. I cannot wait to grow with you. Let's jump in. you beautiful soul and welcome back to another episode of the mindset over matter podcast today i'm going to be talking a little bit about the number one topic that seems to be on everyone's mind these days which is self-talk and how to reframe the self-talk to put ourselves into a better mindset to get towards those things that we want to get to how can we do that in a way that brings us efficiency that brings us that self-love and adoration and affirmation that we do not need anyone else's approval, that we can stand on our own two feet, assured of who we are, and, you know, be on our own side for once. I know that, you know, for a really long time in my life, I really struggled with my self-talk. I really thought that the external validation of others and the need for approval of others was me being smart, when in reality, All it did was cripple me in fear. It crippled me in the relationships I had. It crippled me in the goals that I went after, the things that I achieved in my life. And while obviously I can't change any of that now, I don't have to keep telling those same stories. It's been a little bit of time since high school. It's been a little bit of time since college. And I was still telling myself some of those same stories up until a couple of years ago when I kind of had this huge shift that I want to tell you guys about today. And it was just really about figuring out that I was not on my own team. I was not someone who wanted to be in my own presence. I didn't like being by myself. I didn't like not having kind of the external validation of others. I didn't really do anything without the opinions of others. I made sure to ask probably three to four to five people before I ever made a decision for myself because I just wanted to make sure that I made the right decision the first time. Um, but all of that aside, the biggest thing that I realized was that I was the biggest crippler to my own growth and to my own self-love because I was fighting against myself at every point in the journey. And that's what I want to talk about today is just how to break out of that cycle when you're feeling a little bit negative towards yourself. You're just feeling like down in the dumps in a funk, not yourself and how you can just get yourself out of that work with yourself during these moments and really get yourself back into a place of being able to be more proactive, be more self-assuring and more understanding to yourself so that you can go after these things, take these bigger risks and not be afraid of what can come from them. So let's dive in. The first thing that you need to know about your self-talk is that it is playing stories of your past experiences. When you when your brain doesn't have an answer, it automatically closes the loop with your past stories. So for example, if you had someone who cheated on you in a past relationship, and then you were talking to a new person and you've been dating, and all of a sudden they just don't reply to you for the rest of the evening, your brain is automatically probably going, 
this person's cheating on me. They're not responding to me because they're talking to someone else and they're out on a date or they might not be wanting to talk to me right now because I'm not as interesting or whatever it is, right? The self-doubt, the negative self-talk, the story that comes around that is negative and it's self-doubting. And when you're in that cycle, that's when those loops happen because your brain doesn't know any better than the past experience and it just wants to avoid it. And so what it does is it brings it to the forefront of your mind. It closes the loop of the question that you're giving your brain, which is why aren't they responding and ends up pulling you into a deeper and darker loop the longer that you allow it to go. And so the first thing is becoming aware of the stories that play repeatedly in your brain and the self-limiting beliefs that are behind them. Most of the time, the reason that you would be fearing that person cheating on you is because it was really a painful experience when you were cheated on by the person prior. It's a really painful sore subject, something that was hurtful for you. And our brains want to avoid pain, avoid change, avoid anything that makes us uncomfortable. And so it has to go with the most protective possible loop. And so when you can become aware of the stories that play in your brain and go, where are these coming from? What experience is this coming from? And notice the emotions and the thoughts that come with that without judgment you can see and identify a pattern to those loops because you're the one who has to feel this all. So you know these familiar feelings. If there's something that always comes up for you, that story, that memory, that person, that experience that is continually playing on a loop, ask yourself, is that loop still serving me in who I want to become? Is that still serving me in creating more positive outlook for myself and creating a more positive space for myself and life for myself? Or is this just my brain trying to protect me and keep me safe. Because the biggest thing that a lot of times we do is we judge ourselves for feeling the way that we feel because we quote unquote shouldn't feel that way anymore or things like that. When in reality, that's not the case. You just have to stop treating yourself as your harshest critic and really start asking yourself questions as if you're a scientist or a doctor. Take the this approach, which is the point number two, treat the process of examining your stories and examining the self-limiting beliefs that are behind them and ask yourself questions as if you're a doctor or a scientist, not someone who is trying to find more pain, trying to find more hurt, but just trying to come at things with a curiosity so that you can get an objective opinion or an objective view on what's actually going on in your mindset, in your self-talk, in your heart. What's unresolved? What's hurting you? Where is this holding you back? Because when you have a shadow of something in your brain, your brain knows it's there, but until you have the awareness around it, you can't do anything about it. It's just going to be there nagging you, pointing itself out and being that thorn in your side. So take some time to write down the stories that you find come up for you a lot. Be a scientist. Ask yourself, why is this coming up? Where is this originating from? Is this a true belief? Is this story real? Is it relevant? Is it still true? <clears throat> That's the biggest thing. Is it actually true and relevant for the exact scenario that you are in right now? Or is this a loop that is closing? That's a prior experience story that your brain is just kind of trying to run with. Because the biggest thing is that if you can see these things, then you can do something about it. When you want more choice in your life, you need more awareness, right? So if you can build awareness around these stories, you can build awareness around the times when your brain starts closing these loops 
and taking your emotions with it, you can start to backpedal and decide for yourself whether or not you actually want to go down that road and follow that thought pattern, or if you want to choose something different. Because the thing is, is that sometimes these beliefs come from our prior experiences. And when you can look at it for what it is, you can kind of ask yourself, is this something that you still need to hold on to? Or is it something that you can let go of now that it's no longer serving you? I talk about it all the time that your brain is like a filing cabinet. Your subconscious is a filing cabinet recording every thought you have away as true. So the more that you repeat thoughts, the more that your brain will register it as true. So ask yourself, are these self-limiting beliefs? Am I calling myself dumb? Am I telling myself constantly that this person is cheating on me or that I'm not good enough or whatever it is? Because if that's the case, you might be perpetuating your own feelings of this happening. So it's really important to gain that clarity, gain that awareness around it so that you can become more in control and in the driver's seat of your own conscious thinking and in your own feelings and really gain that kind of powerful control over your energy, control over your vibe that is so often yearned for. I know that I did for a long time and it wasn't until I really started understanding how my own self-talk worked that I understood that I'm the one who has to believe in me, not anyone else. And I'm the one that has to be able to pump me back up. I'm the one who has to be able to control my energy, my vibe, because when you get in that driver's seat and you get in that control, no one can mess with you. No one can come into that zone unless you allow them to. So if you're sitting there and you're wondering if people are, why people are always being able to get to you, it's because you're probably talking shit to yourself and they're validating it because you're allowing it to happen. So if you're bullying yourself right now and you're wondering why you're seeing all this negativity or why all this is happening, when you perpetuate the negativity, when you sprinkle this negativity in your mind and your viewpoints and all of these things, you can't expect a positive life to sprout from that. So this is where the crucial step comes in after the awareness, after diagnosing what it is these beliefs are going with. That's when step three comes in, which is deciding differently and choosing to coach yourself through the moment and to decide that you are going to not allow yourself to think that way anymore. Just because something was how you were raised, just because you grew up in this belief or this kind of thought pattern doesn't mean that it has to stay. It is perfectly okay for you to wake up, take a deep breath right now in this moment and decide differently. You did the best that you could at the time that the experience happened with the resources and the knowledge that you had. You know better now. You have that experience and you're not starting from scratch. You don't have to just automatically assume that what happened last time is what's going to happen this time. But so often our brains do that automatically and we just run with it. So this is where that choice comes in. Do you want to run with that or not? Just because it's how you always operated doesn't mean that it has to continue. So catch yourself in the negative self-talk and actively say, no, I am not doing this. We are not talking to ourselves like this anymore. I am not an idiot. I am just learning. I'm not dumb. I've never done this before. It's so quick. The times that we say, oh, I'm such an idiot. Oh, I can't believe I did that. I'm such a mess. The more you say it, the more your brain believes it's true. So really think about the things that you allow yourself to think about yourself, to say about yourself, 
because that subconscious is listening and it's filing it away as truth every single time. So if you want to start reframing, you have to make sure that when you stop yourself in those moments to coach yourself, that you really put in the effort to say, I am not doing this anymore. I'm changing the way that I'm thinking and frame these thoughts as something that's more empowering, something that's more encouraging. Like I said, you're not a failure. You're just learning, you're growing, you're taking a chance. And that sounds way more brave than saying, I'm an idiot and I just failed. Empower yourself, allow yourself to be your best friend. Allow yourself to stop fighting the person that's in your brain. That's the little ego that doesn't want to do things and work with it because both of these are in your head no matter what. So start putting them into alignment with each other in a way that builds you up instead of tears you down. That brings you that self-assurance that brings you that self-confidence instead of taking it away from you or putting you in a place of darkness and not feeling self-confident because you are the master of your energy. You are in complete control of your vibe, your energy, your boundaries. But that all starts with you deciding that you are and that you are not going to allow that negativity into your own perspective anymore for yourself. That's self-care. So those are the top three tips. But the fourth one I think is probably the tedious one because things are never perfect. And even though we grow and even though we can put as much work into it as we can, no habit is easily built. And so tip number four is practice, practice, practice. I know it's going to feel weird at first. It probably will because it's odd to catch yourself talking shit to yourself and then go, oh, I'm talking crap about my, to myself. If you would not say it to your best friend, don't say it to yourself. That is my golden rule. I live by that every day. If I would not say it to my best friend, I would not, I will not say it to myself. I will not allow myself to just continue in that thought cycle when I, when I have those moments, but they still happen just because I've been working on this, just because I have experience in this doesn't mean that it just comes easily. I have my moments of imperfection. I have my moments where those thought cycles and those loops really catch me. But the difference is, is that I know when my brain is taking off on me and when I actually have a reason to feel scared, nervous, uncomfortable, needing to actually look into it. But that doesn't come just from one time only. That comes from continually practicing coaching myself, continually practicing catching myself in these moments, writing down the things that I've said to myself and writing down the opposite of it so that I can start to hone in on what it is that I need when I'm in these moments. I write down all of the things that I've ever said to myself that have been negative. I have a list in one of my notebooks that I did and it's probably a really powerful exercise. I actually don't know why I didn't put it in my notes, but I'm telling you guys this now, if you want to do this, this is probably it's, it's a hard exercise because you don't realize how absolutely horrible you are to yourself until you do this exercise. Um, but there's so much light at the end of this title. So I promise just follow with me, grab a notebook and a pen and just write this out. What are all of the mean things that I say to myself? What are all the mean things that I think about myself? 
What are the stories that I tell myself? I'm fat. No one's going to like me. People are thinking you're weird. You're never going to fit in. What else was I told? Actually, I wasn't told. What else was I saying to myself? So many stories, guys. People cheated on me because I wasn't good enough. People cheated on me because I wasn't pretty enough, because I wasn't good enough, because I just don't ever get things right, because I can't ever just get things down. It's a pretty dark tunnel. And when I got down to the end of my list, you guys, I can't lie, I had to stop and look at it and go, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Because the second part of that exercise is that you're supposed to take that list, walk up to the nearest child that you know, your or your younger sister, or someone who really looks up to you, and then tell them all something off of that list, if you can. And I guarantee you, you'd never. So don't say it to yourself anymore. Stop. Instead, do part two. On the other side of that page, write down, what are all of the things that I love about myself? What are all of the things that are opposite of all of those terrible things that I say to myself and that I say to myself? How can I reframe them differently so that I am more empowered and more encouraged in my journey to keep going instead of tearing myself down and putting myself down and just absolutely destroying any bit of workflow or work ethic? Because we don't change when we don't feel good. And if you're constantly tearing yourself down, it's not going to feel very good. So practice being your own best friend. Practice. Do these lists. Try it out and give yourself some time to really look at what you say to yourself. Think about the things that you say to yourself. And understand, too, that as you go into this, don't judge. Be a doctor. Allow yourself to see things for how they are and know that you can choose them to be different. But also remember that these stories didn't happen overnight and they weren't perpetuated overnight only. They came from time. And so reframing and rebuilding these different pathways in your brain is going to take a little bit more time. That's why I'm saying practice, practice, practice. Build your awareness. Make sure you call attention to those things. Get it out of your brain and onto the paper so that it's out. And see things for what they are so that you can choose differently. But my biggest, biggest thing that I will always say is that you need to be your own best friend. Because you are the only person who experiences your entire life with you, your feelings, your hurts, your loves, the ups, the downs, all of it. And if you are constantly at war with yourself and constantly tearing yourself down, and so is the outside world, how can you expect to bring positivity out of that? How can you expect to bring a flourishing life out of that? You can't. So start practicing, be your own best friend, coach yourself into a more positive frame, allow yourself to build some awareness around it. And if you need someone to talk to you about some of the things that you're telling yourself, and if you're struggling with where it is that your stories are coming from, that is what I am here for. If you don't already follow me, 
hit me up on Instagram at Nikki Morton, N-I-K-K-I-M-O-R-T-O-N-N. And let's chat about it because you do not deserve to be living in a space inside of your brain that is so critical. And if you're stuck in that place, I am here to hand you out or to give you out that hand, help you out of that hole and allow you to be your own best friend. So from me to you through this podcast, allow me to put my arm around you, give you a hug, take a deep breath with you and let's go start something different. Let's choose differently. Let's choose to be more positive. Let's choose to give more encouragement and empowerment, not only to ourselves, but to those around us and build a better life, not only for us, but the world that we live in. Okay. You guys have a good rest of your day. I love you. I hope that you have an amazing week and I will talk to you next time.